0: Man, those Orlando Magic are tough. They beat the Celtics again. The Celtics lose Christoph Porzingis, and they didn't look tough enough in this game. I'll talk about it all and more on this Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-Team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corralis above average, assessing the team's status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Raining J's how we started, raising Banner's how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I got you every day with a free, fresh podcast that's dropped directly to your device. If you are a subscriber, so go ahead and subscribe. Audio-wise, wherever you get your podcast. Video-wise, on YouTube, watch the show, comment in the comment section there, hop in there, have a conversation. Let me know what you think about the Boston Celtics losing to the Orlando Magic, 113-96. to uh, tail of two halves, as people might say, uh, first half, they actually looked pretty good. I think, except for one small stretch, second half, they looked pretty bad for most of it. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. If you are new, that's who I am. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston sports journal. Uh, usually I talk about what I like, what I didn't like, and I'm going to do that, but you know, I made the format. I can break the format. I feel like this is just a little bit of a different show. um, I also uh, want to mention that today's show is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code LockedOnNBA, get $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets and stuff over at the GameTime app. So the Celtics in the first half looked pretty good. They had uh, a nice lead. Uh, I think got up to, what, 12 at one point? Uh, actually, a little bit more. They, they looked good. They, they withstood a, a run and they answered the run. They answered very nicely. In fact, uh, what was Boston's biggest, lead? It was 12 and they, they gave up a 9-0 run in the first half. They answered it. They went up by eight. So they got by 11 after one, they're up by eight at the half. And I thought, okay, not bad. They're not bad. Then the second half happened. And aside from a couple of little spots, They didn't really look good at all. They got outscored by 25 in the second half. Uh, Mo Wagner continues to have his absolute madness revenge tour on the Boston Celtics. If you haven't paid attention to exactly what Mo Wagner is doing to the Celtics, I have the stat for you right here. In 10 career games against the Celtics before he joined Boston, he scored a combined 58 points. So 10 games, 58 points, is 5.8 points per game. In four career games since being cut by the Celtics, he has scored 94 points. He scored 27 in this game. He's averaging 23.5 points per game as a member of the Orlando Magic against the Boston Celtics. His average for the Magic is 10 points per game. Mo Wagner is a walking revenge game. I should have seen this guy. I should have opened up my FanDuel app and bet on Mo Wagner's whatever the over was. The over-under, man, you probably could have had a, made a ton of money on the over-under on Mo Wagner because he's just consistently just ruining the Boston Celtics. So I thought the first half looked fine. The second half, Porzingis comes out in the midst of a 17-0 run for the... Orlando Magic. It was, I think at that point, it was 12 0 when he came out. There was a, a timeout left calf tightness. Uh, that I don't like calf tightness because the calf is tied to the Achilles. And every time I hear calf, I'm always questioning is it the calf or is it Achilles tightness? Either way, I mean, he, he just looked like he was limping a little bit. I always want them to be careful with that kind of stuff. We'll see how that impacts him at all if he's going to play. The next game is Sunday against the Toronto Raptors, and then after that, Tuesday against the Chicago Bulls. This is where I should mention, for those of you who care about the in-season tournament, now I know many of you don't. You do not have to tell me in the comments that you don't. You can if you want, but I know you don't. I know plenty of people don't right now, but plenty of people do. Some people do, and here's the situation. The loss means the Celtics have a good chance of not making the, the knockout round in the semifinals and all of that stuff, they may not go to Vegas, which, hey, free trip to Vegas in the middle of the season. That's not bad. Guys actually like that. So if they had won this, they would have clinched. They lost. Now, now they're two and one. Orlando's three and one. They need two things to happen. They need the, the Brooklyn Nets to beat the, or I forget who they're playing, but they need the Brooklyn Nets to win on Tuesday so they can go to three and one the Celtics need to beat Chicago so they can go to three and one and force a three-way tie. They need, they need it to be a three-way tie because if it's just Boston and Orlando, then head to head is the tiebreaker. And obviously Orlando owns that tiebreaker. If they go to three, uh, a three-way tiebreaker, that's point differential. And now Boston has to beat the Chicago bulls by 23 to get a point differential big enough for them to advance beyond the Orlando Magic, to break that tiebreaker. So that makes, honestly, that makes the Tuesday game against Chicago potentially a whole lot of fun because not only do you got to win or do you want to win, but if you want that free trip to Vegas, you got to win by 23. So that will be a fun one to see exactly how much the Celtics win by if they come out with a purpose. Boy, even if they do it on Tuesday, you know what's going to happen. I can tell you already, this is two games from now. I know what's going to happen. If they win on Tuesday by 30, then there's going to be a segment of the population that goes, yeah, great, woo And there's going to be a segment of the population that goes, see, see, that if when they're focused and when they do what they need to do, look what they can do against a bad team. Which, <laughs> there's a kernel of truth to that. Uh, but it should also be noted, Orlando's not a bad team. Can I, if if anybody out there is sitting there saying oh it's the magic why can't you just beat the magic uh the magic are 11 and 5 now the uh, the Orlando Magic are one game behind the Celtics in first uh, in second place they are a half game ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks Philadelphia 76ers and Miami Heat all of them tied at 10 and 5 the overall league standings by the way percentage points Minnesota now has the best winning percentage in the league. It goes <laughs> Here's the top 5 winning percentages in the league. Minnesota, number 1. Boston, number 2. Oklahoma City, number 3. Orlando, number 4, and then Denver, number 5. It's obviously early, right? 15 or 16 games, uh 14 games, whatever it is, so when you get to game 82, this will probably look a bit different, but let's just kind of bask in this weirdness or actually maybe not so weirdness because Minnesota's not a bad team. Oklahoma City is not a bad team. they got a ton of talent, and so is Orlando. They've got a ton of talent, and they're tough. They're tough. That's a tough group out there, man, and that's the, the big point. Porzingis, I don't know how long he's going to be out. We'll see. If it's just tightness, maybe it just needs to be – uh, worked out a little bit, a little bit of ice, a little bit of rest, a couple of ibuprofen, and he's good. We'll see. But i tell you one thing. They missed him. They missed him. And I, I think one thing is emerging here. they, The Celtics need both Derek White and Kristaps Porzingis. They need both of those guys on the floor or uh, in the lineup because when you have either of those guys in, you have a, a little bit of a different dynamic. We've seen them without Derek White. When they have him, he just does so many good things. One possession early there in the first half where he threw the alley-oop to Luke Cornette. Man, just the recognition, the, the screen setting, the understanding when to roll, understanding the situation, throwing that lob, throwing that lob and floating it there when Luke Cornett needed three steps to go catch it. Beautiful stuff. They need him there. They need Porzingis there. Jalen Brown needs Porzingis there. I'm going to harp on that nothing has changed my mind about Jalen Brown and Chris Porzingis need to be attached at the hip on the floor. And when he's not out there, that becomes problematic for, for Jalen, uh, who had just uh, an amazing first quarter and then a crappy second half, but they need those guys out there and they needed Porzingis, especially because of the toughness that the magic kind of Displayed the the Celtics needed somebody out there as an outlet because when the toughness gets ramped up, it gets tougher for the Celtics. I'm going to continue talking about that in just a second because I think that that's one of the big talking points here coming out of this game. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. The Game Time app is what you need when you need last minute tickets. Download it right now. And use the code locked NBA. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Why should you download the game time app? A few reasons. First of all, you get last minute tickets, right? Uh, maybe you were planning to go to Vegas and the Celtics might not go. And now you say, well, I'm not going to Vegas. What am I going to do in those nights? And you want to get a last minute ticket somewhere. They got flash deals, they got zone deals. You can view the seats from your phone so you know what you're getting into. They've got the lowest price guarantee. So if any ticket shows up, in the same section or row for less, they'll credit you 110% of the difference. When you look on your phone, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting from the seat. You know what you're getting from the price because it's all together. they're not. You're not going to be surprised by hidden fees at checkout. So if you need last minute seats and not just to a game, we're not just talking about the game. We're talking about musicals. We're talking about comedy shows. We're talking about any kind of theater, any kind of thing where tickets are sold like that. Entertainment, it's there. So check it out. Take out the guesswork of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create your account, use the code Locked On NBA. You get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, right? So get out there, redeem that code LOCKEDONNBA, Locked On NBA, L O C K E D, Locked On NBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Thanks for being an everydayer with me Monday through Friday. Now check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It's 24-7 live streaming. The only, the first 24-7 live streaming app on YouTube. Our national shows, the top sports stories, the local experts. It's an incredible thing, and it's on all the time. Put it on, leave it on, and you get caught up on everything. Check it out. So the Celtics, one of their weaknesses, let's be honest, let's be real here. We've talked about it for a long time. They're not the toughest team in the world. They are phenomenally good. They are, when they are at full strength and when they are fully playing their absolute best, nobody can touch them. Nobody can touch them. When they're playing full, just ball movement, player movement, the engaged kind of defense. Man, like I can't see a team beating them two, three times in a series, much less four. But if you're, if you're tough, like Orlando is mentally and physically push the Celtics around, push them to their mental limits, frustrate them. That's what that means. Frustrate them. Get to the, Hey, the refs can't call all the fouls. Can't call them all. So just bother them. You can bother them. You can force them into getting out of their comfort zone. You can force them into a little bit of frustration, which takes them away from the ball movement, which takes them away from the good shots, the good to great shots, the, the making the right play shots, you know, the, oh, I shouldn't take this particular jumper. I am going to find somebody, uh, and make a pass before I take this jump shot. Those kind of things, because when you're getting pushed around and prodded and all of that stuff, even if you call a few fouls, man, it's the NBA. You get six fouls. That's a lot. You get you get some room to move, so you can do some things. Like you can do something like push Jason Tatum into your teammate and have it become like a frustrating thing. Uh, by the way, Tatum, I think might have hurt his finger on that play, so I don't know if that impacted how he played in this game. Generally, on paper, it doesn't look like a bad game, by the way. 26 points, uh, 12 of 13 from the line, 7 of 16 overall, so not too bad percentage-wise. Five rebounds, three assists, two steals, just two turnovers, but not impactful, not an impactful game from Jason Tatum. Yeah, push him around. He's he's a little under the weather. Maybe the finger thing kind of uh, bothered him or something. I don't know, but he did say after the game, like, you know, yeah, he's dealing with a cold. There's a cold going around. I saw Jalen Brown blowing his nose on the sideline. I think there's just like a cold working its way through the Celtics. So maybe he is a little bit worn down. Maybe he's a little bit tired, but still, uh, you know, especially in that situation, the Celtics can be bothered by that kind of stuff. The Celtics, Jason even said after the game, we need to play tougher. We need to play tougher there are a lot of things happening here at the beginning of the season that I'm not concerned about right now, but we're filing everything away. Right. Where it's, it's all about, it's like you have a bunch of different scales in front of you and you're just piling the little pebbles of, oh, this is a problem I'm going to put on this scale. Here's a problem I'm going to put on this scale. And you, you have it like, well, it, it's, it's not enough to outweigh the, the good things, but the more stuff you put on this side, the more it gets bogged down and the more stuff can even out if you're not careful. So the closing game, the closing moments of the games, finishing, executing Celtics missed a bunch of free throws. Like you got to hit your free throws. It's it's a very, uh, just no brainer stuff. They're 18 of 25 in the second half. So in the second half, when they lost by 25, well, Seven of those points are on the the free throw line. So now if you hit your free throws, you don't lose by 25. Now it's 18. Well, 18 is a little bit more manageable. You hit a couple more three pointers. Well, it's 12. Now that's a lot more manageable. You hit a couple of your, your layups. Well, now it's six or, or eight. And you're like, oh, well you're, you're within reach. And those types of things have to happen. Um, but if you're, if you're out-toughing the Celtics a little bit, then that's, that's where they, they start to struggle. So Orlando is, is a good team. And maybe they'll fall off, right? I'm not going to sit there and say, Orlando is going to be challenging the Celtics this year. But we've all said, I said it last season, if you're an everydayer and you've been listening to me, I've been saying it since the beginning of last season. Watch out for the Orlando Magic. They're good and Wagner and Bancaro are a good combination. And when Mo Wagner is in full revenge mode, then that changes so much for them. Uh, but they've got good, solid guys that play hard and play together. Cole Anthony can be scary out there and he's 16 points was a plus 17. Their bench is really good. Uh, aside from Wagner, you know Gary Harris can come in and and chip in a little bit. Joe Ingles can chip in a little bit. Jonathan Isaac can chip in a little bit. Played really good defense in that uh, against Tatum. Those guys can come in and 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 really be pretty tough. So they're not going to go away. Maybe they'll drop in the standings this year, but Boston still has to play them again multiple times, and. Who knows how the bottom of these is going to shake up? Maybe there's a first round matchup against Orlando. Maybe there's a second round matchup against Orlando. I don't know. But even if things kind of level off and and water finds its level, this is a team that Boston could see again beyond the regular season. That's a little scary. Boston has to learn how to play tougher in those situations, and not just this year, next year. Orlando's still going to be good. They're going to be they should be better. The year after that, they should be better. They're going to continue to get better. Bancaro is no joke. Wagner is no joke. Neither of them, but Franz especially. Uh, this is a team that can be a real, real pain for the Celtics. This is four straight losses to them. So, yeah, that's a weakness that's going to be tested for the Celtics. Uh, let's get into some of the other stuff here, including, oh, God. I sometimes I wish Joe Missoula would just call a timeout so I don't have to talk about it and explain why he didn't call a timeout. I know why he didn't call a timeout. All right, I'll tell you next why he didn't call the timeout. Today's show brought to you by FanDuel, our good friends at FanDuel. They're the number one sports book in America, and for good reason. Because you, new customer, you're going to get $150 in bonus bets just by winning any. Five dollar money line bet. Put a five dollar bet down. Money line bet. Boom! If you win, if your team wins, you get an extra 150 bucks in bonus bets. So this is a great time to join FanDuel if you've been, if you've been wondering about it. You can bet all the simple stuff, right? Spreads, player pop, props, over/under stuff that you kind of understand. You can pile up parlays, in-game parlays, same-game parlays, where you can do like. Jason Tatum's points, you know, more than whatever, uh, rebounds, Al Horford's rebounds, Chris Hopps, blocks. You just go more than this over this, over that. If you win all of them in the same bet, you can really multiply your money. So check it out. FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel.com slash locked on. Get yourself going here as the NBA season really kicks into gear. FanDuel official partner of the NFL NBA, uh, Yeah, they've got great tools on FanDuel. Make sure you use them. The tools to help you set your limits, the tools to help you kind of keep things in check so you're not out having too much fun, more fun than you should be. It's okay to have, you know, a little bit, but set your limits, especially in this holiday season. Check it out at fanduel.com slash locked on and you can please gamble responsibly. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Make sure you're checking out Locked On NBA as your second listen. Uh, check it out. I'm usually there on Wednesdays with Jake Madison. Sometimes I have to miss because the Celtics are playing. Uh, and if you want to check out the Celtics when they play on Sunday, in Toronto, I would recommend downloading the Sirius XM app. Sirius XM is, uh, they've got the radio call. So if you don't want to listen to some of the national, uh, calls and you can't get the local broadcast, listen to the SXM app, search Celtics you get Grandy and Max link sync it up to your your TV boom you're you're golden so check that out there by the way sunday at the garden is a make a wish night uh that's going to be a fun night make a wish foundation 40 years 40 years they've been doing this they've granted over 10,000 wishes for the for kids in Massachusetts and Rhode Island uh so go support them if you if you're not going to the game maybe you open up the game time app You get some last minute tickets there and, uh, support the make a wish foundation, friends of mine over there at the make a wish foundation. So, uh, I really would encourage you. This is, uh, the time of year for giving, uh, I would, I would encourage you to support the make a wish foundation. Uh, okay. The Celtics gave up a 17-0 run and at the risk of reacting to Twitter and uh, but I saw it in the comment section. I'm sure everybody's losing their mind, right? It's, it's. 17-0 run. Joe Mazula does not call a timeout during a 17-0 run. Well, it was 12-0 and the Magic called a timeout because it was the mandatory timeout, the TV timeout. But apparently when the other team calls a timeout or it's a mandatory timeout, that doesn't have the Magic momentum killing abilities that if Joe called the timeout because it went from 12 to 17 after that. So here, Here's why Joe Missoula didn't call a timeout. I'll explain it. The run started to happen like the first basket started to happen around nine and a half minutes. Then by eight and a half, really, it was like seven, seven forty five, where it was like, uh oh, uh oh, 11 0 run. This is starting to feel like You feel it, right? You can feel the timeout, Joe, Joe, timeout. And he doesn't call it. Well, at that point, it's 7.51 to go. If you can just hang on to the seven-minute mark, then that's Orlando's timeout. That's the mandatory timeout. Just hold on, guys. Hold on. Can somebody do something to keep this in check Somebody on the floor do something. And it's not just like Joe's coaching, Joe's calling plays, Joe's trying to get these guys organized. They're professionals, right? It's Tatum, it's Brown. It's it's you know what? It's the starters. It's their starting lineup. Minus Drew Holiday. He missed the game. So Al Horford's in there in his place. So, and that's a group that played really, really well in the first half. And in the first half, it was a 9-0 run. Joe did not call a timeout. The Celtics answered 16-8. The game was tied. They end up going to the half up eight. Their biggest lead at that point was 11, so they only gave up three points. Not bad. Fine. So here we are again, third quarter, doing the same thing. All right, guys, we're, I'm going to let you go through it again. You figured it out in the first half. Figure it out again in the second half. But they couldn't. No one said a thing in the first half because the Celtics figured it out. In the second half, he's like, come on, guys, just do something. And you know what happened? Jalen Brown misses a layup. Uh, Derek White throws a horrible turnover. Like, what are you doing? If he makes the layup and that pass makes it through, and instead of 11-0, it's 9-4, then that's manageable. And that's on the team for being like, you can't, you got to execute. You just got to execute. You got to finish that layup. You're Jalen Brown. Make the layup right? You're Derek White. And I'm not going to get too hard on Derek White either, but that's that's just such a bad pass. And so they get to the Orlando timeout. Only gave up one more point at that point, by the way. People are screaming, oh, it's 11-0 run. Why aren't you calling a timeout? They only added one more point after that, which was on a dumb take foul from Jason Tatum. And then a couple of misses. They go, they, there, there is a timeout called. It's a 12-0 run. It gets extended out to 17. So the timeout didn't do anything anyway. And the way they were playing in this game, what was the timeout going to do? Beginning in the fourth quarter, Missoula calls a timeout to challenge uh, a charge call on O'Shea Brissett, I believe, uh, uh, a blocking foul, I should say, on O'Shea Brissett. Which that was, I felt like that that should have been overturned. Regardless, he calls a timeout to challenge that, comes out, Mo Wagner scores six straight points. Okay, another timeout. At that point, he calls another timeout, and it's 85-74. Well, the Celtics eventually go down 95-81. So the argument that I get from people is, well, you should have called that first timeout. Now, you, now they've got too much confidence. They've got too much momentum. Now the timeouts don't work. There's, it's like, there's a magic point to call a timeout. You have to call it at 9-0. You have to call it at 11-0 because once you didn't call it, got it to 17, now, now timeouts are broken. Now the timeout doesn't work anymore, John. Yeah, he called three timeouts in the fourth quarter, but by that point, they were broken. No more power in the timeouts. Their magical ability to, to end momentum is gone. It only works that one time. That's what people are saying. And I only bring it up. I only harp on it because I want people to understand there is no magic momentum killer to the timeout. I do understand. Like, and I do think, and and honestly, let me, let me say this. I would have called the timeout. I would have called it, but I understand not calling it. And I think so much emphasis on it being Joe has to call it. Joe has to call it. Like, can we not let the guys on the floor off the hook? What was he going to do in that timeout? There's no guarantee that it's going to break momentum. You're not going to sub anybody out. Your starters are in the game. Your best players are already in there. Who are you going to sub out? So, to me, I know I'm dedicating a whole segment to this by saying, you know, to say it's, it should not be a story, but I know so many people make it a story that I, it's, if, if you think that the the lack of timeout was the biggest story out of this, then you're missing, you missed a whole lot of bad basketball from the Celtics because there was a complete lack of poise in the second half. um Guys were making some real defensive mistakes to just, Overreacting, like three guys overreacting to drives and leaving guys open, and then that the the overreaction to the overreaction leaves leads to second chance points. Um, I think there was there was a lot there that the Celtics could have just done better. Forget the timeout for a second. Those guys, no timeout was saving Boston in that spot. If you ever, if they're playing great in the game, if they're playing great and all of a sudden they start to lose their way. Then, okay, maybe it makes a little bit more sense. You get them back. Maybe you can see them getting away from some of the things that was working. But the Celtics, nothing was, nothing had been working at that point anyway. And I don't know. I just feel like it's so overblown. It's so overblown. Um, I think I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> what are you going to say? What else am I going to say? Um, I'll talk more about the in-season tournament if you want. No, look, Orlando's a tough team. Orlando's a good team, a tough team. I like the Orlando magic. So that's, that. that's a good team. Losing to them is not, I'm not, I'm not sitting there saying like, oh my God, they lost to another bad team. They very, very clearly did not lose to a bad team. They they're losing. They lost to a good team that just won six games in a row. And by the way, that team just beat the Denver nuggets. So that's, it's no joke. The Orlando magic are no joke. The Celtics are also, by the way, just 12 and four, right? They're 12 and four. So I'm not going to overreact to that either. They lost this game by 17, and they still have the league's second-best point differential. So, yeah, there's like a 50-point win in there that's kind of throwing this off. But also, they're still really good. They're still really good. They got one losing streak of two games, and they lost two separate games on the road. So I'm not, I'm not going to sweat it that much. I mean, I'd like to see them win by 23 on Tuesday. I'd like to go to Vegas. I like going to Vegas. So go ahead and try to win that on Tuesday. I'll be here for all of it. I'll be here, you know, all of it all the time. A little bit of a weird schedule this week. I I did not record Thursday night into Friday, but technically this is going to be released on Friday. So I'm still Monday through Friday this week. I didn't miss a week, You just didn't get a bonus podcast. This was going to be a bonus podcast. This is just now the Friday podcast, which is going to also be the Saturday podcast. So bonus ish. I don't know. I'm done. (laughs) I'm rambling. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Uh, If you're new, welcome aboard. Uh, Love having you with me every day. If you are uh, an everydayer, thank you so, so much. I'd love it now if you share the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell everybody tell people in line while you're waiting to pay for something when you're shopping if you're one of the people that still shops outside uh, that they should be listening to and watching the lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the lockdown podcast network. It's your team every day.